So, Dad, yeah. it was just it struck me the other day that, um, like, you've lived on the Sunshine Coast for more than how many years? Like, how old were you when you got here? Uh, I was about six. Six. Five or six. Six, I think. So, 75 odd years. Yeah. And, um, you know, I know a bit of the stories about, about stuff once you were here, but... I don't know how you came to get here in the first place. Yeah. So I know you were born in Brisbane, so tell yeah. us a bit about that. Well, yeah, I was born at Denola Hospital at Greenslopes and uh, we were living at Mount Gravatt at the time, Ford Road, Mount Gravatt, and the old man was growing, he used to grow lettuce and cart him into the markets. And uh, he saw an ad in the paper for a um, share farmer at... Uh, Wamuram, and he applied for that, and he got it, and that's where I started school in Wamuram. I was, must have been about, oh, I don't know, four maybe, when we went there. I started school there, and uh, we were there for about, oh, it couldn't have been too many years. I just don't know. Anyhow, what happened there was um, the old bloke that owned the farm. They were Swedes, him and his wife, and he called the old man and. Uh, told the old man he wanted him to meet him in Caboolture one morning and he didn't have a clue what he wanted but he went and met him there and he took him to his solicitor and he said the old man asked him what the hell he was taking him to the solicitor for he said I'm giving you the farm and uh, so <laughs> the old man scored a free farm yeah <laughs> that just seems seems incredible what did what did um share farming involve like I don't know it was share farming there were poultry it was a poultry farm Right. And uh, I assume that, um, I don't know, might have been half shares or a third, I don't know what it was. But anyway, he gave him the farm and then shortly after that the old man sold it. <laughs> well, I guess he made a tidy profit then. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say, consider it cost him nothing. Yeah, that's right. Gosh. Give him his start in life. Then he went and bought a farm, a starve gut joint down at um, Mount Cravat. Yep. Dawson Road, Mount Cravat, just out of Mount Cravat, a mile or so off the main road. Hard to imagine there are ever any farms at Mount Cravat these days. Well, it's all houses yeah. now, yeah. And uh, he couldn't grow anything there because there was no water and the dirt was awful. And the creek, there was a creek at the back, I don't know whether it was in his property, but it was all contaminated because there was a wool scour up above him and the water was horrible. So he sold out there and... Um, I went to Mount Cravat School from there, and he bought another farm over at Roachdale, a few miles away. And uh, it wasn't much of a farm either. There's a bit of ground he used to he grew stuff, but he wasn't there long. And they uh, sold it, and come to uh, the Dillabar. Oh, yeah, and <laughs> stayed there for fifty years or so. Well, there <laughs> must have been something good there. <laughs> well, well, yes, he had. Me to live on. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. He took me out of school when I was 13. Yeah. And um, that was the Dillabar school. We used to get, I went to Keel Mountain School for nearly all my education. But the old man had a row with the teacher down there. Oh, right. And uh, took, there was four of us kids, took us all out of Keel Mountain School and uh, sent us down to, to Dillabar. That would have been a fair chunk of the school if he took four of you out. Yeah, it was about 26, I think, 25, 26. Yeah, he took, that's why I stayed there 50 years. He took me out of school mm. when I was 13. Then he got me a job uh, working for uh, Billy Brooks down at the Dillabar just opposite the school. 
Yeah, I was about 15, 16, might have been, around about that age, and uh, he brought me a motorbike to ride to work on, and they were going to get me a special lo- a hardship licence. Right. But they couldn't. Yeah. Because uh, the hardship case wasn't hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, that was because I was working and bringing the money in. So what, what job was that? Uh, on Pineapple Farm. Pineapple, and he had cane too. Oh, right, yeah. And it was just, I was the only employee. Employee, mm. employee, and uh, well, I worked there for a few years actually. And um, I used to, all the cops told me I couldn't get a license, but they told me I could ride the bike so long as I didn't go on the bitumen. <laughs> right, okay. the nearest bitumen was the bloody highway. You know, oh, yeah, it would highway. have been too because there's no no dirt onto Dillabar so Road. I, I rode to work for a year or two on the bike <laughs> until I was old enough to. Well, actually, I, I left there because the bloke next door to us. Len Westaway, he wanted someone, and uh, I left Bill and uh, went to Westaway's because it was just next door. And I was there a few years, and then the old man thought I, I could make more money if I cut cane, so he got me a cane cut. Oh, is that how you got into cane cutting? Yeah, I had nothing to do with it. Oh, God. So he got me this cut. I was cutting a farm on the lower end of uh, Keel Mountain Road, Len Parchett. And uh, it, was, it was only a small farm, but he was grouped with another farm across the Udlow Flat Road there, near where the road junction is there. That was uh, Fred Rook, and he was a bloody uh, Plymouth Brethren. Oh, right. Yeah, but a hell of a good bloke. Yeah. Good fellow to work for, I like Fred. So I cut there two years, then he heard that Cleesies, one of their cutters weren't coming back, so he put and saw Cleesies. <laughs> the Cleesey brothers and he got me a bloody cut there mm-hmm. and uh, so I cut for Cleesey's for seven years then and then when the after the first season when it finished he teed me up a bloody job with Stan Clark and Wumboy he was the biggest pineapple farmer in the district so I finished the bloody cane one week and the next week I started with Stan no bloody in between holiday or nothing like oh, that oh really yeah it was the same when Cane started. It wouldn't just finish the stands on the Friday and start cane on the Monday, you know. Always a bit brick. So what was happening? What was happening with your own farm at that time? Didn't have it. Well, I didn't yeah, have it. yeah, no. He he, he was growing he a bit of stuff. It was a pineapple farm when he uh, yeah, when he brought it. Yeah. And he let yeah. the bloody weeds grow over everything, and yeah. he, he missed a year's planting. He didn't. You got to plant every year when you've got a pineapple farm, otherwise you got no young ones coming on. He missed a year's planting, and then he started growing a few bloody carrots and stuff like that. And uh, he never made any dough. I was. I. I, I never had. I, I never saw a check the whole time I was working for people. And cut and cane. Mum used to go and pick up my cane at the mill. Pick up your pay? Yeah, yeah me uh, pay at the mill. And um, if I was lucky, he'd give me the... They used to pay in cash then. Mm. I'd get the loose chains that was in it. <laughs> he'd give it to me like as though he was giving me a present. You know, Jesus, I hated that. Yeah. And I cut cane for uh, about 10 years. Mm-hmm. And Alf and I, Alf Pate, he was the bloke I cut with, um... We had the highest uh, hand 
cutting and loading. We cut more than anyone else in the mill. We held the record. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because I thought you yeah. did. Would, would I mean, that's what Cleasy told us. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know whether that's true or not. Yeah. But Cleasy told us that. Yeah, I don't know how you, how, how you and, find uh, that out. Because I remember Roy Cleasy saying, yeah, of course he said they're spoon-fed. <laughs> they bloody... Every now and again, Roy would get out and do a bit of topping for us or something like that if we were in stony ground. Yeah. <laughs> keep us keep us happy, but they never bloody that. But they were good fellas to work for. I like I like working with the Cleasies. Mm. You're sitting there, bloody, you'd be there at lunchtime and you'd have a bit of a snooze and you'd wake up and your bloody hat would be nailed to the wall or something. <laughs> <you know? laughs> oh, they're funny buggers. Eh? Yeah. But um, they were good blokes. They're all, I think... I think Alan must be dead now. They, the others all died reasonably young. Anyhow, you um, yeah, I cut, I cut cane, then we got the machines. Yep. No, sometimes we made money, sometimes we bloody didn't. The whole idea was he was going to keep on growing bloody beans, and he only grew a few bloody patches of beans in the 10 years at the bloody machines. Um, it was useless. So that... I, I never, ever saw a bloody... A bank statement, I never saw a thing until we left Mount Isa at our own, didn't we? Wow. Then I come back and, yeah, never knew how much money we had. He used to walk around with four or five thousand bucks in his top pocket. Right. Yes, when we because he, he, he never picked beans or anything much. He used to oh, get, yes. run around the district bloody supplying shops. When we had carrots, he used to drive up as far as Gimpy supplying carrots, just a few bags. When he when we first came to um, the Dillabar, we had a he bought a brand new Ford Deluxe Ute that was in about 1945-46. He had that. He traded that in. Yeah, what happened? There was a rail strike, and couldn't get the pines to the factory. So he traded the Ute in on a Bedford truck, so he could cart the fruit to the market. See, yep. and he used to use it around the farm too for bringing the fruit in from the back of the farm. And old Jim Gray was helping him then, and uh, that was pretty. He used to have free wages. Jim was with us for a long time. He used to live on. He had a tent in the front lawn. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? he lived there for a long time. <laughs> did, pa, did Pa charge him a lot of rent for that? No, um, <laughs> wonder he didn't. <laughs> and uh, Jim used to work on the farm. He was a good old bloke, old Jim. Would never use the toilet. He used to go down the bush. <laughs> We used to think it was funny because all these tomato plants just grow down the bush <laughs> where he'd been. Oh, right. So anyhow, he ended, fertilizer. Up, he ended up having a row with Jim. No. And Jim went back to Inglewood. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. see. Oh, I see. <laughs> right through him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It was funny. Funny days. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I'll never forget the time we took the beans into Wombai. See, and this I was only... I was too young to drive then. Must have been about 15 or 16. And we took him in and him and Jim went to the pub. And I was there, sat outside in the car and waited. And Mum wanted a loaf of bread, so we got the loaf of bread at the cafe. And, <laughs> and the bloody loaf of bread was about that high. Jim sat on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, talk about life. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, dear.